coffee isn't just a drink, it's who you are. We are Little Green Hive, and we're here to serve that perfect cup of coffee made just for you. We're women-owned and locally sourced. Our mission is to provide the best product for our customers, as well as strengthen our community. From fair trade coffees and teas, to breakfast, lunch, and smoothies, we have everything you need to start your day off right. Come visit us in downtown Roanoke, Grandin Village, and now at the Daleville Town Center, Little Green Hive, because coffee is personal. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Hometown Stories. It means a lot to us. If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you shared us with a friend, left us a review, or subscribed to Hometown Stories. That way, you basically get first dibs as soon as we release a new episode. You can also email us at hometownstories at wdbj7.com. We'd love to hear your hometown story. Okay, now let's get back to the episode. It's a bittersweet time for us here at your hometown station. Sports director Travis Wells is saying farewell. His history with WDBJ7 Sports is long and tenured, and it began long before he was hired as a photographer back in the early 90s even before he was an intern. It started on the basketball courts of Martinsville High School and Radford University, where young Travis was catching some attention. Last year, we surprised a lot of people. Uh, We were picked down near the bottom again, fifth or sixth, and uh, we finished near the top. Um, Let them pick us down there around sixth or seventh, you know? Gotta love that confidence. Travis's nearly 30-year career started out along the sidelines in Bristol and Charlottesville, but once he came back home, that's where he stayed for 20 impressive years, earning the title of Virginia's Sportscaster of the Year not once, but twice. Now, Travis heads to something completely new. He's still in sports, though. In this episode of Hometown Stories, Travis looks ahead to a new job title, and he reflects on what it was like to work in his own field of dreams. Well, it is a bittersweet day here at WDBJ7. That is because it is Travis Wells' last day. How you doing, Travis? I'm holding up all right. It, yeah. You're right. It's bittersweet, um, but it's all good. Well, um, we are so thankful that you are joining us here on the WDBJ7 Sports Digital Sports Desk. And to mark your last day here at WDBJ7 as you begin your next exciting journey, which we'll talk about in just a little bit. For all of you who are watching on Facebook, drop a comment for Travis Wells. Uh, leave a note if you've got a special memory as well. We'd love to hear it. So I already got folks chiming in saying, good luck. Candace says, we're going to miss you, Travis. Your dad was my gym teacher. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. Um, Travis, first of all, let's just kind of talk about your career and television news, 27 years, did I get that right? That's right, yeah. Uh, walk us through the journey for you in television news and what made you want to go into broadcast sports in the first place? Well, obviously I played college basketball for four years and I wasn't under any illusions about playing professionally. I knew that wasn't in the cards for me, but I also knew I wanted to stay involved in sports in some capacity. And so this was a way for me to do that and and tell people's stories. And so 
I walked in the door at, at our old station back in 1994 at the old building off Colonial Avenue in Southwest Roanoke County. And as a wide-eyed intern, thought I knew everything and didn't really know anything and kind of parlayed that into a part-time photographer's job for a couple of years and then got my first on-air job, sports job in Charlottesville and stayed in Charlottesville for about three years and then went to Bristol for about the same amount of time and then had an opportunity to come back here in 2002 and have been here ever since. I came back as the weekend sports anchor and then when Mike Stevens moved on to the city of Salem in 2008, I had a chance to become a sports director and uh, it's just been a great ride. It's been a ton of fun. Can you walk us through some of the most memorable moments here on the job at WDBJ7? Well, you know, I get asked all the time about some of the cool events and the neat things that we get to cover. And those things are plentiful, obviously. Uh, when you talk about bowl games and NCAA tournaments, uh, there I'm on the bowl down in down in Texas at the NFL draft. And, um, you know, NCAA basketball tournaments, Friday football extra, NASCAR races, and getting to cover a NASCAR race in my hometown in Martinsville is pretty cool. So all those things are huge and just a lot of fun. Uh, and I'll never forget them, but I think the thing that I'll really take away and remember are the people that you get to do those things with and those relationships and friendships that'll last a lifetime. DBJ for 20 years. What made you stick with DBJ for as long as you have? You know, it's home for me. I was born in Roanoke, grew up in Martinsville. I have a lot of friends and family here, know a lot of people in the Roanoke and New River Valleys. And, um, Again, just the people here. This was home for me and um, just those relationships. It would take something pretty special for me to leave. So, And that's what I always told people. Well, uh, the community thinks that you're pretty special too, Travis. So many people saying that they're going to miss you, wishing you congratulations, um, excited for your next journey. Um, fantastic journey. Um, you are a fantastic sports broadcaster, people wishing you well. So I'm sure a lot of people want to know, Travis, what is next for you? So I'm headed to Blacksburg. I'm going to work at Virginia Tech in the athletic department uh, as the director of strategic communications for the football team and Coach Pry and his staff. And obviously there's been a ton of energy and enthusiasm around him and his program uh, throughout the spring and summer. So I'm really excited to, to go there and uh, kind of meet a different challenge and be a part of that and um, a part of everything he and his staff are building there. And, uh, you know, Virginia Tech's a place that I don't really need directions around the place. I kind of know my way around the athletic facilities there and so forth. And again, know a lot of people there. So uh, it'll be a change. It'll be different for sure. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. What are you most excited for about that position? Uh, I think just maybe getting out of my comfort zone a, a little bit and trying something new and um, just working with, with a team again. Um, I have a passion for young people. I have two at home. You know, I have a high school junior and then a junior in college, too. And so I've always been really passionate just about young people and having a chance to tell their stories. And this opportunity will still allow me to do that, although it looks a little different. What, when you look back, uh, you know, to the intern that first came to WDBJ7 to how you've grown in your career almost three decades later, what do you have been some of the biggest lessons to come out of or biggest reflections uh, here on your last day that have come from your time and your sweat and your love and your energy put into this job? Well, I just always try to treat people really well and bring some value. I uh, hope we've done that. I, you know, I hope the viewers think, you know, we brought some value to local sports and really made an effort um, to tell local stories and do a good job covering local sports. And so I hope that's kind of what the legacy will be. You know, when I first started, it was as a photographer. It wasn't actually in sports. It was as a photographer. And I'll never forget that day in August of, I guess it was 1995 after I had graduated. And I was at home in Martinsville working a summer job. And Steve Mason, who worked in the 
sports office at the time called and says, hey, Trav, we have an opening um, for a part-time photographer. And I was kind of like, yeah, you know, Mace, I'm not really sure about that. I don't know if that's what I want to do. And he's like, no, you don't understand. You have to take this job. You have to try to get this job to get your foot in the door. And so after he twisted my arm for two or three days, I called Neil Dudley, the chief photographer here at the time, and um, he brought me in for an interview. Didn't have any experience, didn't deserve an opportunity at all, but Neil gave me one anyway. And the, the staff of photographers we had at the time just learned so much from those guys. And I'm really appreciative for that experience because, as you know, we still shoot our own video today in the sports office. And it just taught me um, so much. I'll never forget. Neil asked me the first week, he said, if your story didn't have words to it, it was just video, would people know what the story was about? And so I was really appreciative of that and just learning how to sequence shots and tell a story through video. We have so many messages. Uh, Tamara saying, going to miss this so long, everybody, <laughs> at the end of every newscast. Um, you've met some pretty incredible people on this job. There was a picture of you with uh, Frank Beamer. Uh, other memorable folks that you, you look back and you think, gosh, I can't believe I met that person. Man, there's so many. Um, Jerry West comes to mind and Arnold Palmer, you know, when we were running around the Greenbrier covering the golf tournament all those years, just, I think the events and the people in those events, you mentioned coach Beamer and obviously one of those bucket list things was covering the national championship game uh, after the 99 season in the sugar bowl against Florida state. I was working in Bristol at the time and still had contact with Mike Stevens and the folks here. And so that was, Obviously, that'll go down as a great memory. And then I think just two, three years ago in 2019, following Virginia and their run through the NCAA basketball tournament and, and Tony Bennett and Anthony got to do that with me. And so that was a ton of fun just, just doing that with him. And so I think those are, are things that stand out. But equally important to me or equally enjoyable to me, I should say, um, we're just going out in the community and talking to kids at a high school football or basketball practice and kind of finding out what their goals and aspirations were. And I, I really miss those relationships with, with those student athletes and administrators and coaches. And I'm sure it's been so cool to see how far some of them have gone in their in their athletic careers. Anything that you would like to say, you know, to the to the community here who has been watching you for so many years? Just thank you. Just thank you for the opportunity. Every opportunity I've been given, um, it's been really special. Whew. Don't start, Travis. <laughs> it's been a wonderful ride. And we'll leave it there. Travis, thank you so much. Thanks, Leanne. Stories is a production of WDBJ7 in Roanoke, Virginia. This episode was written and produced by me, Leanna Scacchetti, and edited by Ben Roquelmi. We'll see you next time. Hometown Stories is sponsored by Little Green Hive, because coffee is personal. Locations in downtown Roanoke, Daleville, and Grandin.